It's the PMP Exam Radio Show. Welcome, welcome, my friends. First and foremost, I want to say a big thank you to all our listeners out there who have taken time to click that button to show you appreciate this program. This program does require a lot of effort to put together, so I would really appreciate you taking some time out right now to just hit that like button, give your buddy Phil a great review, five stars if you're on the Apple podcast platform, and if you're on Spotify, you know what to do. All the other platforms likewise. I really appreciate your support. Today, we are talking about the PMP exam in 2023, and I call this Mastering Project Integration. Welcome again to another episode because this is where we help you to ace the PMP exam. And for those of you who are new to the program, I'm your host, Phil. I say I'm your colleague, your friend, taking you through the trajectory of PMP exam success. We have a special focus on integration today. And integration is where you put everything in project management together. You have to be really experienced in integration for a project to succeed. So today, we're going to dive into integration as a knowledge area. I'm going to be asking you, who have been studying for a while, a few questions, and I'll share tips and strategies to help you excel on your PMP journey. So welcome again. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Let's begin. Project integration management is absolutely crucial for successful project management. And that's why when you open up the Project Management Body of Knowledge, 6th edition, or the recent PMI publication, Process Groups of Practice Guide, you see that integration is front and center in the processes. Project integration management has got seven processes. And my first question for you is, do you know the seven processes of project integration management? Let's start off with this quick test. You say it before I do. Number one, what is the first process of integration management? The answer is develop project charter. Question two, what is the second process of integration management? The answer is develop project management plan. Did you get those first two right? If not, make sure you understand what is being done in develop project charter and develop project management plan. Really, it boils down to developing a project charter and an assumption log in develop project charter and developing a project management plan in develop project management plan. You got to know all the ingredients in a project management plan because in the project management plan, you've got baselines and then you have subsidiary plans. And then you have some other components. 
So we have a schedule management plan, a scope management plan, a configuration management plan, a change management plan, a cost management plan, a quality management plan, a resource management plan, communications management plan, risk management plan, procurement management plan, and stakeholder engagement plan. And then we have a scope baseline, we have a schedule baseline, we have the three, the trifecta, scope, baseline, schedule, baseline, cost, baseline. So whenever you think of the baselines, just think about the triple constraint, schedule, cost, and scope. And those are the baselines that you have. And in addition to that, you may have some other things added in the real world to your project management plan. For example, some companies will also add a health and safety plan. Some companies will add things like a test plan, and that's okay. But once you know the core subsidiary plans and baselines, you're pretty good to go. Next question. What is the third process of integration management? The answer is direct and manage project work. What is the fourth process of integration management? The answer? Manage project knowledge. Do you remember what you do in both of those? Let me give you a quick reminder. In direct and managed project work, you are directing and managing the work of the project to get a deliverable. That's the major output. Deliverable. What is a deliverable? It's a product, a service, or a result. Now you think about it. As you're getting work done, you typically would make observations about how things are working out, how things are progressing, and we call that noting the work performance data. Work performance data is one of the outputs of direct and managed project work and that refers to raw observations that you make along the way. It's that simple. Lastly, from direct and managed project work, this is where we pinpoint the issue log. The issue log is where we log problems, issues, misunderstandings, and things of that nature. The next process I mentioned, Manage Project Knowledge, is where you generate lessons learned. This is where you create a lessons learned register. Let's move on to the next one. What about process number five? What is integration process five? Do you remember? Well, the answer is monitor and control project work. And from here, you get work performance reports. What about process number six? What do you get as process number six when you recall your studying? Well, the answer is perform integrated change control. Integrated change control has been around for donkey years since PMI started off with their PMP exam. And this has survived up till 2023. And 
This should tell you that it is an important fixture on the PMP exam. The concept of a change control board or change control following discrete steps, such as someone asking for a change verbally and you transferring that into a written change request and then documenting that into a change log and then doing an impact analysis for the change and then sending the impact analysis and the change to the change control board and the change control board analyzing the change request, requesting additional information or negotiating a different output or outcome with the customer or requester and then getting to a final decision, documenting that final decision in the change log and having the change log distributed to stakeholders so they know the outcome of these change requests. That's what we talk about here. It's not as explicit in the PMBOK guide. So what you want to do is rewind and listen to that sequence again, all the way from verbal request to change request documentation to a change log to impact analysis to send into the change board with the impact analysis and yada yada. Take note of that because it could help you understand what comes next. Finally, my friends, we get to the end of change and the final thing that you get out of the change process in performing a graded change control is the approved change request. And an approved change request is one that is approved. When a change request is approved, it needs to be put into production. It has to be done. So it needs to go back to direct and manage project work. Now, this is not going to be asked in strict rotation on your PMP exam, but you want to go in there with this grand master view of the world of project management and just knowing how things move around and interact is going to help you feel more confident on the exam and sometimes even know the answer straight up without even thinking about it. So knowing the processes in these areas of knowledge is helpful. You know what else this does for you? The PMBOK 7th edition is a monster. And it's a monster not because of size. It's a monster because it is ambiguous. It is ambiguously monstrous. When you know the 49 processes in Process Groups of Practice Guide, you are going to be able to look at the domains of project management in the 7th edition and finally divide them and explain them. And you're not going to sweat it. But if you don't know the 49 processes, you don't have a framework to bounce off of and therefore you feel high and dry with the seventh. I don't want you to feel that way, which is why we are going to cover all the processes in process groups, a practice guide, and PMBOK 6. It never gets old. This is the bread and butter of project management. So, my friends, we've covered 
develop project charter, develop project management plan, direct and manage project work, manage project knowledge, monitor and control project work, perform integrated change control, and we've come down to the final process. And it's close project or phase. Close project or phase needs no introduction. It is where you're closing out either a phase in the project or the project as a whole. And what does a good closer do? A good closer takes notes of what went well overall. What was our final outcome? Why did we get the results we did? And you know what we call that in closed project or phase? It's a regression analysis. Why did we get the results we did? Why did we do so well on this project compared to others? You do a regression analysis and you deduce those variables that contributed to your result, success or otherwise. You also, from closed project or phase, are going to get a final product, service, or result transition. You are going to transition that deliverable to the operations team, to the customer, or whoever is getting the final, final. You also could be involved in writing a final report. And the final report just helps people understand what the outcome was. So you see, my friends, integration is vast. We have been talking nonstop for going to 15 minutes. Integration involves coordinating all aspects of a project, ensuring that the various elements work together harmoniously, it's all about combining project management processes and activities to achieve project objectives. And for the PMP exam, I tell you, integration is huge. It represents a large amount of the exam because the project manager is constantly integrating. And like I said, one of the fundamental concepts of integration is the project management plan, which we've talked about. It's like a roadmap for executing and controlling the project. It's like a main line of gas to all of the other facilities of the project. If they ain't got no gas, they can't move. And that's the idea. Another aspect of integration is understanding the flow of what happened just before integration. And these are things like a benefit cost analysis and scoring models and benefits management planning, business cases, all of that stuff is a precursor to integration management. Another big part of what we talked about is understanding change management and configuration management because projects often experience change and that needs to be managed effectively. Now, regarding the tools that you find commonly in integration management, you're going to have expert judgment, and this involves seeking advice from experienced individuals to make informed decisions. We also have meetings that play a vital role in communication and collaboration among stakeholders. Then we have the Change Control Board, a fixture in change management. We have change control tools 
which are important. They could be manual tools or automated tools in helping with changes. Now, we've talked about every single process. My hope is that you now have closed your gaps. So very quickly, name the processes of integration management before I do. Number one, develop project charter. Number two, develop project management plan. Number three, direct and manage project work. Number four, manage project knowledge. Number five, monitor and control project work. Number six, perform integrated change control. And number seven, close project or phase. Just remember, the project manager is accountable for integration. Integration is very different in the world of predictive and hybrid than it is in the world of agile. So in an agile world, the team is responsible for the integration. But in the world of predictive and some of hybrid, depending on the titration, you find that the project manager is accountable for the integration. In fact, in the PMBOK guide, it tells you that this is the one knowledge area that the project manager cannot delegate. You cannot delegate this away and say, I am no longer accountable. You can't do that. You're accountable project manager in the world of traditional project management. So my advice as you go through integration is not to cram. People still ask me, Phil, should I cram? Should I memorize? And the answer is memorization can only take you so far. If you remember process names and tools and techniques, but you have no clue as to what they do, you're just wasting your time because you will not be able to apply critical thinking to the topics at hand. Instead, I need you to understand, to familiarize yourself with real-world integration challenges. Think about it. What are the challenges in developing a charter? Pushback from stakeholders, lack of agreement. What do you as the project manager do in such a case? You bring alignment. You put people on the same page. You make them feel at ease through emotional intelligence and all of those great interpersonal skills. You use that to bring people together as the project management plan is being developed. You use your superior leadership and communication skills as the work is being directed and managed. You use your great skills to build community as lessons learned is being gathered. And your attention to detail comes out in your impact analysis when you're taking a look at performance reports, which is the output of monitor and control project work, it's work performance reports, or whether you are doing an impact analysis on a change request, you're on your A game of paying close attention, attention to detail. These are the things you need to be thinking about in integration. So my friends, I hope this episode has been of help to you. 
Again, I need your support. I need you to smash the like button, especially my friends who are on Apple Music, because I know I have thousands of listeners, but I only have 22 people who have taken the time out to hit the appreciation button. I need you to help me find more people and to help the algorithm. You need to stamp that five-star button and help your buddy Phil. I really appreciate all of your time and effort today. Before you go, I have one more round of quizzing. This is it. What is the major output of close project or phase? You can hit the pause button if you need more time. The answer is final report, final product, service, or result transition. Let's talk about manage project knowledge. What is the major output from here? The answer, lessons learned register. What is the output of monitor and control project work? The answer, work performance report. Next question, what is the output of perform integrated change control? The answer is approved change request and change log. Next question. What are the three major outputs of direct and managed project work? They are deliverable, work performance data, and issue log. What is the major output of Develop Project Management Plan? The answer, Project Management Plan. And remember to take a look at everything under the hood. As I mentioned, the trifecta, scope, schedule, cost, baseline, and all the subsidiary plans. Final question, tell me the two major outputs of develop project charter. The two major outputs are the project charter itself and the assumption log. We didn't really talk a lot about the assumption log, but you need to know that the assumption log is the second possible output of develop project charter. Thank you once again for joining me, my friends. I appreciate your support. I appreciate the likes and the five stars. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Do use the Q&A functionality. Let me know if there are any questions. And I will always get back to you with advice. Remember to check out the website. For those of you that are without a PMP exam course that is solid and dependable, Go on down to www.prazion.com. That's P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. 
and you'll be able to sign up for very affordable project management professional training. I have a course on Udemy. Check that out. It's called Elite PMP Prep. And I also have online live training via Zoom. Check out projectmanagementmasterclass.com. Thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.